folks, and welcome back to the What's After This podcast with Business Career Services. This podcast is a chance for us to sit down with employers, recruiters, alumni, and other friends of the Walker College of Business to talk about and answer your questions about what is after your time here with us in the WCOB. Thanks for joining us, and we hope this will give you some insight as you consider what is next. Today on the podcast, I sit down and chat with Destiny Ryder, a 2019 graduate of the Walker College of Business with a degree in economics. This conversation is so jam-packed, full of so many great things that Destiny has to say. Currently, we caught her in between roles, quite literally just a week in between roles as she is shifting jobs. But up until just a couple of days ago, Destiny was working for a startup in Durham called the Luma Project. Now she goes into more detail as to what they do, what she did for them, and some of the great things that she was able to leave that company with as she is making a nice transition to a new role. Y'all, Destiny is the definition of a go-getter, and I know you're about to hear all of that for yourself. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Destiny. All right. Hi, Destiny. How are you today? Good. How good. are you, Danny? I'm doing all right. It's good to see you and get to catch up a little bit here. Yeah, good to see you too. Yeah. So why don't you, we're going to get right to it. Why don't you go ahead and for those who may have not had the pleasure of meeting you like I have, will you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about when you graduated, what you studied, um, what you're doing now and all of that good stuff? Yeah, sure. So my name is Destiny. I was in the economics program at the Walker College of Business at App State, and I graduated in 2019, right before the crazy pandemic stuff happened. So I was really lucky. Um, And I started my first job at the Luma Project. I was working there for about a year and a half. It's a marketing startup in Durham, North Carolina. And I joined when there was just four employees. So it was a really fast paced, exciting environment to start a a new job. Um, And it was great to be able to work there for about eight months before the pandemic hit and then transition over to virtual. And I was the retail operations manager there. And I managed a team of eight part-time employees just getting the tablets back online. We had a network of about 350 tablets across three retailers. And I was responsible for keeping that ship afloat and making sure that all of our tablets were maintenanced, stayed online, and there was no bugs that needed to be solved. Wow. That sounds like so much fun and a lot of responsibility at the same time, especially right out of college. So just with that one answer, I have so many follow-up questions. (laughs) So first off, I, if I'm being honest, I had to Google the Luma project to see who they were, what they were about and things like that. Um, and you're saying they were, they are a marketing startup and you're mentioning these tablets. And so for my research, I learned a little bit about their product called loop and what these tablets are, but for our listeners who may not be as in the know, would you mind just giving a brief overview of what that is? Yeah, sure. So 
we have these tablets that we put in Harris Teeter and Lowe's Foods right now in North Carolina. And you might be able to see them if you go to the um, Boone Harris Teeter or the local Lowe's Foods that's up there too. We have a couple tablets in both of those stores. And we play these 30 second documentary style videos about local products and mainly in the wine and beer industry. But we do have a couple videos playing for local companies here in North Carolina in the local section of the Lowe's Foods. And so we just give this very story-based um, video to the customers so that you can learn more about it, learn what their initiatives are. Some of them are really sustainable, like Appalachian Mountain Brewery, for instance, is on our uh, docket of, of films that we have. So it's been really cool to be able to share those, those stories. Yeah, it looks like, again, from, your, from the website, that there's a lot of neat partnerships. So cool that you got to be a part of that, especially so early. So now I want to ask you, what was it like having eight direct reports? That yeah. sounds crazy to me, Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming from college, you know, I was 21 years old, really fresh. I'd had two internships before starting um, in the real world, as, as some call it. Um, and it was really intimidating. So I started out, there was only three other employees in the office. One of them was the CEO. Um, there was only two people on my, my team, including myself. And so I reported to the director of operations there. Um, it took about three months to be able to onboard me onto the team and for them to totally entrust the team of 10 employees um, in my hands. And so it was just a lot, a lot of learning, a lot of researching, a lot of um, learning through failure, honestly, um, mm -hmm. trial and error of a lot of things. And it was great though, because I was able to be really creative and we went from four employees to now 15. And so that was really cool to see the company really grow. And I was able to take this, this team of 10 people that really had no structure around um, what they needed to do, how they needed to do it, how we were keeping track of them in our own systems, what systems we were going to use, what kind of work order systems did we need to create to be able to manage these 350 tablets, but also to pair them up with all with these 10 people and to mm -hmm. figure out, you know, how are they driving there? How are we compensating them? Um, what's going to really make them motivated? And so um, being an undergrad coming from App State, I think I learned so much to be able to do that, but then also hitting the ground running. Um, and figuring that out over the last year and a half has been a whirlwind, but I've been able to create a whole work order system that I now left the company with. Um, and yeah, that's how they're, they're going to be managing their work order systems from here on out. And so it was really cool to be able to build a piece of the company that will probably be there until they sell or whatever else happens. Man, you are a boss, Destiny. <laughs> I'm so impressed just sitting here and listening to you talk about all of that. What what a neat experience just out of college. So can you tell me a little bit about your choosing to take this position with the Luma Project? Can you tell us about what that process was like. And then I'm, I'm going to ask you some questions even further back about your economics experience, but tell us what the job search interview process and choosing that particular job was like for you. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, I prepared with Amy, actually. Amy was my guru for my, my uh, job search for sure. Um, I had a couple offers on the table. So I took an internship my junior year with Wells Fargo as an audit intern. And that would be a very stable option um, 
they had a great onboarding system and a, a really good career tra trajectory. Um, and I also had an offer from QC Consulting, which is actually the job that I'm transitioning into now. Um, it came back to, to um, poach me two years later, which is really funny. Yeah. Um, interviewed with them. And then I also got the offer from the Luma Project. And that was the riskiest, riskiest one, just because it was a startup of only four people. We weren't sure if this idea was going to work. And every month you're just sitting there wondering, you know, will you have a job next month? If this partner falls out, you know, our whole company is is done. And so um, being able to be okay with the risk there was, was really, um, uh, it was really hard, but at the same time, I think when you're really young in your career, it's really good to take those risks, especially just out of college, because you'll really bounce back. Um, so Amy really helped me navigate that and really learn what my risk tolerance was because I didn't know and she was able to help me lay out okay what are the pros and cons of this job what are the pros and cons of this job what are the pros and cons of this job and figure out what I wanted and the Luma project ultimately was the best opportunity that I saw and I came in you know being paid um, pretty low for the position comparatively to the others but I thought that it was the best the best deal just because you really get to build your own piece of the company like I said and uh, hit the ground running with some really intelligent um, people that ended up, you know, now are blossoming at 15 people. So, yeah, yeah, sounds like a great, great opportunity that you had and some wisdom that you had in that as well. It sounds like from yourself, but also seeking guidance from the wonderful Amy Odom. Shout out to anyone listening. If you don't know Amy Odom, you should. Um, absolutely. She's one of my colleagues. You should definitely get to know Amy. So Destiny, let's, let's now, like I said, backtrack even a little bit further. So you studied economics, which has really nothing to do with digital marketing, the startup that you worked for. Right. Mm -hmm. And so tell me looking back about your degree, what were some of the valuable parts that you were able to take from your degree? Yeah, um, so there, there was a lot that I took from my undergrad in economics. Um, I think some of the highlights for me, though, were understanding that there are a lot of sides to seemingly easy problems. Um, in economics, you learn a lot about the stakeholders and the market and how it shifts and different drivers. And so really being able to see um, that there's just a lot of different things you need to consider and especially accounting for human behavior when problem solving. Um, you might have the best solution on paper, but then once you implement it in the real world, human behavior really throws a lot of what you thought out the window. Um, and I definitely learned that at a startup, um, trying to, to account for how someone's gonna interact with the tablet or react to it um, was, was really good to have that background. Um, and also understanding positive and negative externalities Mm -hmm. So the costs that third parties can suffer from uh, like an economic transaction, basically, and being able to look for those later and understand that there could be externalities that you might not be able to account for in a certain decision. Sure. Um, and I think just the business college in general, learning how to structure research and learning how to lay, lay out information, um, it gets really intimidating when you're working with real life consequences instead of just an A or B or C on a paper, now it's really gonna affect you. So um, really having that solid foundation. Yeah, sounds like you love your three points that you had there. 
if you are looking back at those things that you learned, I also remember I'm a fellow econ alumna. And I remember, you know, when you're in the very first economics class and the, the eight principles of economics, the eighth one is what we call tastes and preferences. And it's exactly what you just said. The fact that, yes, we can draw charts, we can do calculus, we can do econometrics, but at the end of the day, people are humans with tastes and preferences. So who really has a clue? <laughs> right. And so it sounds like you have experienced that so firsthand. So again, looking back at when you were learning those things, are there any um, particular classes that you found helpful or experiences, even your internships? I know you mentioned you had a couple of those. Yeah, I think the most valuable experience was Holland Fellows. So I did Holland Fellows my last year of um, undergrad, which was really exciting. And the exposure to complex global problems was something that um, I had not, I, you know, I'd read in textbooks and had learned during lectures, but actually being able to experience that um, in a more real world way mm -hmm. and work on a project with students from China was really eye-opening, learning how they think, how they problem solve, um, and what problems their country faces and how they look at economics. I was paired up with an econ student in China and it was just really cool to see her perspective on world economics. Um, and the problem that we were trying to, to solve was the circular economy, trying to develop a product that would be able to fit into the cir circular economy through um, design thinking. So we used design thinking to be able to problem solve um, and it, helped me understand how to approach problems that are really hard to solve, especially um, when you're in the workplace that's very ambiguous. We had a lot of really ambiguous problems at the Luma Project because we were a startup that didn't have a lot of experienced people um, initially. We just had a lot of generalists. So um, sure. from the Holland, Holland Fellows program was really great because I really was able to understand how to solve problems and attack them from different angles. And then um, thinking about sustainability in a different way. I think my personal life has really affected me. Um, sustainability problems are just really complex and they have a lot of unintended consequences. I mean, you can think back to when California uh, banned plastic bags and it actually increased plastic usage yeah. uh, because they didn't anticipate people use those bags for picking up dog poop, for their bathroom trash, for a lot of different things. And so now they're having to buy plastic bags that are actually more heavy in the plastic um, and it had unintended consequences that that um, went against what they were trying to solve for so yeah got to have that that wider perspective yeah. and yes shout out to Holland fellows I'm so glad you got to be a part of that and be able to partner up even with somebody across the world with very very different inherent perspectives than you so what what a valuable experience you had there. So thinking about students that are currently in undergrad, they're currently getting their economics degree, what advice would you have for them? Yeah, um, <laughs> so I have a lot here. Love it, scared off. <laughs> My first one is try a variety of internships and start early. So I had a very diverse undergrad experience. My freshman year, I was a part of the ROTC program and I loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, it was a great experience, but it was also a good um, test of what I didn't like. Um, I thought I really wanted to pursue the army path and I didn't. And I got an internship with them in my freshman year summer 
uh, learning Arabic in Arizona and just interacting with all the students and understanding what the life of a second lieutenant would be. So that's what you would and enter the army as uh, coming out of undergrad. I, I learned that it just wasn't for me and it's a great program. And I think that a lot of people um, would love it but it just wasn't, wasn't the right thing for me. And then the, the next year I decided to do an internship abroad in Buenos Aires, Argentina as a marketing and internationalization intern. And uh, it was a really small startup. They only had eight people and I went in, uh, I think I was like 19. And it was really exciting, but also I learned that I really liked the small company feel yeah. that I really liked having the CEO sitting, you know, 10 feet from me and getting to know my colleagues really well and understanding that when something happens, it affects the whole team and the whole team is there to support and help um, build up um, everyone. And so I really, I really liked that. And then my third year, I had an internship as an audit intern at Wells Fargo. And I learned that um, there's a lot of benefits to the corporate world. It's really safe um, and you learn a lot and there's a lot of structure. Um, but I also learned that I don't wanna work for a big corporate cor cor uh, organization just because there's not a lot of room for creativity and mm. you don't get the exposure to the CEO sitting 10 feet from you. Um, and so when I started working for the Luma project in the, fall of 2018 as a field operations associate, um, I asked the, the director at the time and who became my boss later uh, if there was any full-time positions available. And so I was really able to see the inside of the company as an undergrad and mm -hmm. sort of like an internship during the last semester of my undergrad. And uh, I really learned that I, I love startups and I really liked the creativity and the ambiguity of problems. And so joining, joining that company was the right move for me. Awesome. So now you, you talked a lot about how you, through all of these experiences, which again, kudos to you, girl, you took every opportunity in college. Um, but anyhow, with these experiences, you really learned that you loved the smaller organization feel, like you said, having that CEO 10 feet away or maybe sharing an office space with you. So if you were to speak to students that also feel the same way, so maybe they don't want to work for a startup, but they are looking for a smaller culture, would you have any advice for them? Um, yeah, I think uh, something that I wish I would have done more of is look for like more part-time or internshipy roles uh, while you're still an undergrad, if you can take it, like with your course load, I think it's so valuable to have something side by side. Um, mm -hmm. And then you're able to really make relationships with people and learn if you really want to work for that company. I think in the startup world, it's really hard um, to pick a good startup. And what I mean by that is having a CEO that's really down to earth and wants to build structure, wants to take his or her time um, to build a really uh, good company that has a solid foundation. And yeah. so networking, um, looking online to see what startups are in North Carolina or whatever state you want to move to and seeing their rankings, seeing um, on Glassdoor what employees have said about them. I think Glassdoor is a great resource to be able to look and um, see what other people have experienced and get to know a little bit more about the company from the inside. Awesome. Love it. Glassdoor is a great resource for small and big companies too. You know, even like you mentioned, Wells Fargo, massive organization. They've got stuff all over. 
Glassdoor as well for students looking for whatever they may be looking to see where their best fit is going to be. So Destiny, as we wrap up, is there any last minute things you want to say if you could go back to your college shelf and tell yourself something or anything like that that you want to share with our listeners? Yeah, sure. So um, the last thing I think I'll leave you with is keep up with people you've interviewed with. Um, I wish I had done a lot more networking in my undergrad because it would have given me a little bit more flavor of different industries. Um, and have provided opportunities in the future. I was really fortunate. Um, the people that I did keep up with, uh, QC Consulting, they interviewed me on App State's campus. They came back to, to ask if I wanted a full-time position with them um, two years after I had interviewed. And so I think that um, really keeping your network strong and keeping up with people is so key. And I wish I had done more of that in my undergrad because I didn't, but it, I ended up being in like the 1% of luck that I could have had. I did. <laughs> so Awesome. Well, I think it sounds like your skills and your work ethic also spoke for themselves in landing you that second offer. Oh, that's so kind. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Well, Destiny, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and talk to our listeners. Yeah. Thanks, Annie. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. And there you have it. I told you all it was going to be good. And Destiny definitely delivered. I told her both on this recording as well as multiple times afterwards that she is a boss and such a go-getter for taking all the opportunities that she has had since college. Like she mentioned, she definitely took a risk with taking her first job right out of college, but for her, that was so worth it due to the hard work and the effort that she was able to put in for that company and for her team and to help them grow. So if you are interested in working in a startup, if you are interested in working in a smaller organization, I hope this episode really landed for you. Thanks again for joining us and I hope you'll join us again soon.